pounced at the microphone then. It was scary. What you were coming for. You pressed the on button, so... You I'm went on. on. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Stream Movie Show. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. We're back. We to are. To talk about another movie. Another movie. We didn't have a wave this week. Nope. So we are going to give you a bumper movie show. Randomly selected by our of course, randomizer. Unless they're wild cards, they're always randomly selected. And this week, Robin picked a movie called Prisoners of the Lost Universe. It did. She did. He did. They did. I think she's a she. You say she, I say he. So yeah. we have to... We can't gender them. No. Ungendered. <laughs> um, Prisoners of the Lost Universe next year will be 40 years old. It was made in 1983. Wow. It is a 15. It runs for one hour and 30 minutes, almost to the second. And it's currently rated a 3.7 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. Feels about right. Yeah. But it's not the whole story. It's definitely not the whole story. Um, I've got a little bit of a fact for you. I, I love a fact. You know I love a fact. <laughs> fact me. I've got a few facts. Richard Hatch is in this film. Yeah. He was ill during the filming of this. Okay. So most of his voice is him redubbing it. Okay. But some of it isn't. And you can tell when he's ill and when he's not ill. You would probably at most know Richard Hatch. From Battlestar Galactica. You would, indeed. I'll go through that in a minute. Okay, fine. Um, it was a TV movie made for the Showtime channel in America. Oh, really? Yep. And it is part of the notorious German Schlafes series. Ever heard of this? No. It is basically a German TV show that airs on German TV station Tele 5. And Schlafes is a German abbreviation, which means the worst films ever. Right. So basically, on this channel, they play a film and the two hosts talk about the film whilst the film's playing oh excellent like a, a f- like a bottom of the street <laughs> like a director's commentary but basically uh, but, but slagging not, it off all yeah. the way through and it, this featured on an episode of that in December 2020 okay it's a great idea for a TV show I don't know why anybody's never stolen that hit us up Netflix yeah I'm up for doing that 100% up for doing that um, yeah as Nick just mentioned this film stars a guy called Richard Hatch he plays a character called Dan as Nick said, most famous for being in Battlestar Galactica. I didn't really find anything else he'd been in. He has Both been the original and the remake. Yes. He also made a fan version of the film when he so. was trying to get it remade. Yeah. In, it was only like four minutes short, but he got all the original cast back. Yeah. So yeah, he's uh, he was the only original character that returned for the remake. He died, unfortunately, in 2017. He was 71. Um, also stars a lady called Kay Lentz. She plays Carrie. She was in an awful lot of TV. Okay. Pretty much every big TV show you can think of, she's at least been in one episode of. She's been in loads of stuff. She also got an Emmy in 1991, a Best Supporting Actress in a Drama Series for a show called Reasonable Doubts. It is great to know that someone can improve their acting ability to that degree. <laughs> she won an Emmy. <laughs> Eight years after this film. Um, also, this film stars John Saxon. Yeah. Legend? I would say in certain circles. I mean, particularly when I was at university, I watched, as I think a lot of students do, <laughs> um, Enter the Dragon. Yeah, that's probably times. what he's most famous for. But again, John Saxon has been in so much TV. Yeah. And a hell of a lot of movies. You, you just, you recognise him. Yeah, he's in everything. He's in the first... He's in Nightmare on Elm Street 1. He is. And Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Yes. And Nightmare on Elm Street, A New Nightmare. I'd forgotten he was in those. Yeah, he's in all of those. He's in Black Christmas. Um, he's in loads. Of, he's literally got 197 credits on IMDb. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, also passed away in July 2020. He was yeah. 83. 
Written by Terry Marcel and Harry Robertson. And also directed by Terry Marcel. Terry Marcel has written a lot of 80s TV. British TV. Okay. Do you remember Mr. Majika? I do remember. You wrote some episodes of that. <laughs> okay. Was Great it like 90s show. 90s kids TV show. 80s kids Was TV it? show, I think, yeah. Um, they also worked together a second time, a couple of years after this film, for a film called Jane and the Lost City. Okay. Which I think is a similar sort of vibe. Right. But you mentioned a film earlier they'd also worked on. Yeah, pre... Pre this. Pre this. Yeah. Which is a, a cult classic. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and they were the duo behind Hawk the Slayer. Yes. Have you seen it? Years and years ago. I, I think yeah. I have, but again, a very long time. Uh, it starred John Terry. The footballer? No, the, the, <laughs> the guy from Lost. The guy from Lost. <laughs> oh, it was 50% chance of getting it. Yeah, so... Uh, Which is, know. again, very much in this sort of sword and sorcery... Vein. ...type genre it's got a real labyrinth vibe to it hasn't it it's that sort of fant- 80s fantasy yeah weird world weird characters sure we're gonna have some fun with this we always have fun we're gonna have some fun with this. do you have a one word review of prisoners of the lost universe yeah well i, I texted you last <laughs> night and said basically i've just watched this movie yeah uh, and i thought it was a hoot it is a hoot so i'll go with hoot good good one word review very first thing that comes up on this movie is restored by Pinewood. Yeah. So this movie's been restored. We're old enough now that movies that were released when we were kids are being restored. But you say kids, <laughs> still probably in a nappy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what kids have nappies. Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, I'm closer to a baby than a. Okay. When this came. When out. we were babies, films are now being restored from that. That's how old we are. Uh, again, for the second week in a row, this film starts with its title card. It does. Yeah. What happens after that? Where does this film start? There's a cobra. There is. I don't know why I said it like that. It's a cobra. cobra. <laughs> I'm thinking about it now. This bit, this is a weird movie and this was really weird. This is a weird movie. Is maybe the biggest understatement <laughs> of, of all time. A cobra is staring at a woman. Yes. The woman stares at the cobra. Yes. Uh, and a she, standoff. She grabs it. Yep. Because it's kind of in a trance. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is Carrie. She is a TV presenter who is demonstrating that... Uh, Certain snakes can be put to sleep by certain musical tones. This is a B-flat that's being played. Yep. And then, hilariously, my first laugh of this movie <laughs> is when she says, it may only work on snakes that like music. Yes, How, does. pray tell, do you know if a snake likes music? Because it falls asleep to a high B-flat. Do you have to look at its CD collection? <laughs> <laughs> What's in a snake's CD connection? Sting. <laughs> snake sting? <laughs> yeah why not <laughs> scorpions yeah thin lizzy i don't know i don't know <laughs> that's a stretch yeah <laughs> stretched thin um yeah basically she's doing a screening of something that she's been working on white snake some... why did we not think of white snake <laughs> um and she gets a call to go to a lab basically all this phone call says is you need to go to this lab yeah get to your next job right now you've yeah. got to record some footage so she drives there and while oh, but they say you're, you've got to go on your own because the, the camera crew's delayed. Yes. So, you've so got go, to go and wait for them at, wait this, for location. Them at this location. Um, so she goes to this lab. She drives there on her own. Um, while she's driving there, the radio's on and there's a news report on. It's because it's bottom of the stream. And what would bottom of the stream be without movie, news reports? Um, the radio tells us of earth tremors. Yeah, there's going to be earth tremors. They've started nor- more northern than where we are, but they are heading down. We're going to get some earth tremors. And then she's a woman, so she can't drive very well. So she causes a crash. Oh, I thought there was a tremor instantly. Oh, was there? After the news said tre- tremors will be coming, See, there's, there's a tremor. There's a few times in this film where there is a tremor, 
but n- there's no visual signs of this. No one tra- acts. <laughs> Nobody acts. There's, there's, there's a, been there's a, an earthquake. Happening. So you might be right. Um, but anyway, there's a crash. There's a car crash. Um, she basically takes this truck off the road. Her car comes out fine. Yeah. Dan's car, who this turns out to be driving, uh, smashes his truck up a wall. And then I was like, what the fuck is this film? Because he's like, goes to the back of his truck. He's like, oh, you stupid woman. You can't drive. You're a woman. You've yeah. driven me off There's the road. There's a lot of that in this film. I'm like, I'm a, he's a carpenter or he's a handyman. Yeah, he's on his like way that. to his job. He's like, this my truck's my livelihood, you stupid woman. And then he goes in the back of his truck and he pulls out this kendo stick. And he's like, you've broken my kendo <laughs> stick. And I'm like, where? what is going on? I've never seen a kendo stick outside of a wrestling <laughs> ring in my life. But this man's got one in the boot of his truck. Yeah. Yeah, it was really strange. <laughs> He's really angry. <laughs> For those who don't it. know, a kendo stick is basically eight or ten bits of bamboo sellotape together. Yeah. That people whack each other with. It's like the, a martial arts thing. It's a martial arts thing. You only ever see them in wrestling matches. Because they make a really nice noise. I suppose this is to damage. kind of show that this guy is can handle himself yeah i guess but he's so. so angry about this kendo stick and i, don't I just know. of all the things i was not expecting him to pull that out in the back <laughs> of his truck it wasn't even broken it was but be- it was, it was bent. bent but yeah. it wasn't like broken broken um and then he threatens to spank her yeah he's like you better get out of here or i'm gonna give you a good spanking so she runs off in the most comedy run i think i've ever seen she it was like you remember benny hill it was like one of his kind of runs around yeah and then she arrives at this lab and she meets Dr. Hartman for the first time. And he says first word. Again, another laugh from me here. I've got this to feels say. funny. Yeah, but I feel... I don't felt, know if it's intentionally funny. Well, this funny. is what I was going to say. I felt the first 15, 20 minutes of this, it played it straight. Yeah. And I was like, I'm finding this funny because it's dated. The script is janky. Yeah. The acting is janky. Uh, and, and I felt it was playing it straight, like I say. But then there's a certain point pretty much when they get to the lost universe, yeah. that this this film then decides it's a comedy. Yeah. But I didn't feel that at this point. Okay, there's a quite, there's, there's, like I mentioned Labyrinth earlier, that, that's the, the same sort of thing though. That's, that's quite, that plays it quite straight at the beginning. And then when she gets into the labyrinth, it goes all humorous. And, well, and this, this I is I suppose like, it was a theme of the time. Yeah. That's the sort of thing that people were doing back then. Sure. Uh, but my, my unintentional last fear is like, Doc Hartman introduced himself and he says, I'm a serious dimensional physicist. <laughs> he does it because all those unserious ones. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and basically, he's discovered that he can send things to another dimension. Yeah, the That's... same place, but another dimension. Yeah, so it's, it's a matter. He's inventing a matter transmitter. Yes, basically. And he wants to show this off, so he's like, "Give me a personal possession." Yeah, and she gives him a compact mirror. I think it was. And he puts it on this platform. Yeah. Presses some buttons on an old Amstrad. He pressed the space bar a lot. He didn't do a lot else. And then this thing with the most 80s of special effects vanishes. Sure. In a green laser light show. Um, and then he presses some more buttons on his Amstrad and brings them back. And then he's really surprised. Well, she's really surprised. She's like, if I hadn't have seen that with my own eyes, I never would have believed it. But she did see it with her own eyes, so she kind of has to believe it. Yeah. Um, and then there's an earth tremor, because earth tremors, we need yep. earth tremors. Um, and what this does, somehow, is open up this portal so we can look through it. Yeah, so there's like, on this, this platform, you can see the other... I mean, it's it's, it's yeah, a it's tree, like a it's a tree. desert yeah. thing. And he's like, oh, 
That's new. Yeah, I've not done that How before. has an earthquake made this happen? I'm not, I'm not going to question that. I don't know. <laughs> and then, <laughs> this might be my favourite bit, there's another tremor, yeah. which I believe basically shakes him into this portal. That's what was supposed to happen. Because he's looking at it. What actually happened was, the earth tremor happened, the camera shook for a bit, and then two seconds later, he jumps through it. Yeah, he literally <laughs> stepped into it. But that, yeah, you were supposed to believe that he'd been shaken through this portal. And yeah. he just disappears. Yeah. In front of gone. Carrie's eyes. Um, cut to Dan. We meet Dan again. Yeah. He's gone to try and find some help because his truck's all smashed up. Nearest place is Dr. Hartman's residence. He's turned up at the same house. He rings the doorbell. Nobody answers. So he goes in, tries to use the phone. Um, and then she hits him on the head with something. Yeah. She like a vase an intruder. And he's like, oh, this stupid woman again. Yeah. Not you again, you stupid woman. Um, and then he says, I recognise you. And she's like, I've got a TV show. And, he said, and then they seem to instantly fall in love. Yeah, he immediately <laughs> says, your show's garbage. It does, yeah. Um, and then she, and he's like, what's going on here, stupid woman? <laughs> and he's like, and she just says, well, Dr. Hartman was here, but now he's vanished. Yeah. He gets no other explanation <laughs> other than that. And she goes, he was just leaning over like this. Yeah. And then another earthquake happens and she gets shaken into Doesn't the Doesn't he go in first? But Dan uh, went in first. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, I think Dan yeah, he, goes first. He goes, Dan leans over. He gets says, zapped Yes, in. he was leaning over just like you. Yeah. And then there's a nerve tremor and he gets sent through. And then she's, she she ends up going through as well. Yeah, she it's, basically it's, steps through it. Yeah, think. basically. Um, she goes to look at... She, she, and she arrives in this lost universe now. We're, yeah. we're in the same place, but it's a different world. Yes. And this is an undeveloped world. So this is basically a jungle. What we're in now. Yeah, deserty, foresty yeah, jungle. Deserty, foresty yeah. jungle. Um, so she goes, she wakes up on a rock, she goes looking for the others. Um, she's like, she's walking around on her own, sort of chuntering about, you know, where where's Dan? I've got another appointment later. She's got high she's heels got, on walking through yeah. this forest. And uh, she sits and has a bit of a rest on a rock. There's a real, there's an absolute dig at Dallas here for no reason, which <laughs> is really, okay. the, the place, not the right. show. Because she's like, she turned to herself and she says, oh, where am I? Am I in hell? It's either that or Dallas. <laughs> so someone wow. on this movie doesn't like, doesn't that like place Dallas for some reason. How random. Uh, so she sits on a rock to try and get her bearings to see what's going on. And suddenly a a swamp man. I put caveman. <laughs> grunts at her. Yeah. He's, he's basically he's a man. He's stuck in quicksand. He's stuck in quicksand up to his neck in swamp. Just grunts at her. And she kind of looks at him a bit quizzically. She doesn't seem that flustered by the fact that there's no. a man in a swamp. Well, he's, she's not in danger. The guy can't move. No, but you'd still be a little bit surprised, I think. Uh, but anyway, she helps him out. She passes him a bit of wood and he manages to climb himself out yeah, of this swamp. Yeah, pulls himself out. And he's enormous. He, he's a huge... Giant. Neanderthal. Yeah. She's pulled out the Neanderthal. She pulls this, helps this dude get out of the... Quicksand. Quicksand. And he's, he's a giant. He's basically a massive... Yeah, and he just runs off. He kind of nods, caveman. nods at her and runs off. Yeah, he doesn't say anything. He just walks off. Do you want my next line in my notes? Yes, please. Some flashy-eyed bitches show up. <laughs> yeah, basically, that's what happens. They're like little... I put a tribe of fly-like men show up. Yeah. Because they're like little tiny men with flashing big red eyes. Yeah. Not little, little flies. Um, They show up and she gets rescued by Dan. Dan's now a hero. Yes. Um, but unfortunately, Dan rescues her so hard that they fall off a cliff. Together. He rescues her hard. <laughs> he rescues her hard. Yeah. They but, fall off the edge of a cliff. Yep. So, and it's that comedy thing of he's got a little root of a tree. Yeah. And also her in the other hand looking down. Um, the fly men 
or the what did you call them? The big uh, eyed, bi- flashy eyed bitches. bitches. <laughs> um, they've got this huge paper mache rock yeah. that they're going to push over this cliff to knock those two off. Exactly. Um, to try and knock them off into, and kill them off. I don't know why these guys are so angry, but they no. are. Because they've got massive flashy red eyes, I guess. But the giant swamp man comes along and saves them. He punts the bitches over the cliff. <laughs> he does. He throws them over. And they turn in, as they fly over, they turn into mannequins. <laughs> also, as they fall, there's a proper cartoon penny whistle sound There effect. really is. Whoop. <laughs> it's just... That's the first time this happens. And then... We need to mention sound effects. My God, do they play this joke through this movie. Yeah. Because the sound of the Foley artist was having a whale of a time when he was just told, go for it. Yeah. There's so many comedy sound effects yeah. in this film. It gives it a real feel. It gives it a real... It dates it as well. It gives it a real yes. time. It's a real moment in time in this film. But yeah, he basically kills all the fl- little fly bitches. And they climb back up the cliff. Um, well, he, He's got like this bit of cable because he's a... He's a tradesman. He's a tradesman. And a screwdriver. Yeah. So he makes a grappling hook. Yeah. Which he throws up the cliff and doesn't get any purchase on. But the swamp man puts it into a tree and yeah. helps. He does. Helps grapple the hook. So Carrie climbs up. Um, she gets back up the cliff, and she leans on the she boulder. She leans on the boulder that's made of paper mache, which then nearly kills Dan. Which nearly kills Dan anyway, because it goes over the edge, but it misses him by a country. And way. that was the first, apart from the sound effects. That's that me going, "Oh, is this a comedy? Is yeah. this? I mean, as in, is it supposed is to it be supposed a to be a comedy? Is it supposed to be a comedy? I still don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, when they get, they both get back up. They both manage to sort themselves out, and they basically find a green man. Yeah. He's a man who's got a green face on a crucifix kind yeah. of deal. He's been tied up by these flowers. We also bitches. find his name later on that his name is Green Man. Yeah, that's Green his name. Man. I've written Blue Man here yeah. because he was most definitely blue. I don't know if that's something that's been lost in the um, colorization rest- restora- yeah. restoration process. Um, but yeah, he's supposed to be a green man. And he basically says, Follow me, I'll, st- the, I'll help you out. Yeah, because those little guys are going to come back. Yeah, they're going to come back. Travel montage. Yeah, basically walk through the and, weird. And poor Carrie montage. can't keep up. Yeah, she's got high With heels the on. men. Yeah. The strong men. <laughs> uh, but eventually, they follow him all the way to a lake um, where he builds a fire. She immediately takes her clothes she off. She immediately takes all of her clothes off. Goes for a swim in the lake. They're, they're still in danger. Yeah. They have no idea where they are. Dan has had no explanation of what's happened. No. He doesn't know anything about parallel dimensions or parallel realities. All he knows is he went to look at a machine and there's now in a weird world but he never questions it at he all. doesn't to be fair to him <laughs> yeah so she takes all the clothes off and goes for a dip in the lake he the green man builds a fire using some weird way to build a fire that they do in these movies he's got a heat stone or something yeah i can't remember what it's called i've put she goes for a dip because 80s film women are stupid because they're still in danger and she's taking all her clothes off and that being said she was in danger because a water beast jumps out yes man in a suit basically a man in a a, yeah man in a monster suit jumps out and tries to attack her but the green man kills it he does and he's like that was a water beast you should probably have not gone in that water and he says oh well we're even now you saved me once i've saved you debt repaid see you later runs off a comedy made this fire and now i'm just gonna leg it i'm gonna leg it i'll leave you with the fire and he throws him some like fruity thing and says that's your dinner and then but he runs off in a really a plumberry he runs off in a really comedy way and there's a comedy sound effect to his run again yeah um, so it's like Fred Flintstone when he's bowling. Yeah. 
So they decide, right, what we need to do is go and find Dr. Harmon. Um, but unfortunately, they've realised that time is running different here. Yeah, because Dan, apropos of nothing, says, how long have you been here? Yeah. And she says, well, like this a day, this yeah. morning. And Dan says, well, I've been here a week. Yeah, which means Hartman's probably been here for like a year. Yeah, because I stepped in just before you. Yeah. So time's run different, but so Hartman's been there a long time. We need to go and find him. Um, and then they just kiss. Well, they find the tree. Yeah. Well, Carrie recognises the tree from the view through the portal from when they were at yeah. Hartman's lab. And then, yeah, they just literally kiss. For no reason. They've hated each other all the way yeah. through it so far. <laughs> and then they don't just kiss. They do some naughty. Oh, yeah. They, they, yeah. they go full at it. They cut away, but presumably, yeah, they're doing the Lost Universe naughty. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when she wakes up, he's not there, and but some other dudes he's are. He's got to have a shave. Yeah. Because that's your not? priority. He hasn't even got a beard. <laughs> <laughs> but some other dudes are kind of looking at her sleep. And this is where we meet Cleo for the first time. Or the Warlord Cleo, as yes. he's known all the way through this. This is... Uh, John Saxon. John, I was going to say Robert Saxon. John Saxon's character. Um, he's basically the big bad bad guy in this film. Um, they already have some prisoners. Yeah, they've rounded up a couple of traitors. Yeah. And they're basically going to take Harry as well because he likes women. Because he's a warlord. Yeah, but he says to these two traitors, you're coming back with me as a prisoner. Yeah. You're going to hang. Yeah, I'm going to hang. And then off screen, we just hear a... (laughs) Yeah, as if he's hung from the longest rope ever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Finally, Dan's finishing his shave and he comes to the rescue, but instantly gets shot. Oh, his his dive (laughs) when he got shot. (laughs) (laughs) Look, Richard Hatch, may he rest in peace. My God. Give him all the awards for this. It's like he's... It's some kind of like star jump slash swan dive. Yeah, it was it was crazy. It was... Am- I watched it three times. <laughs> I did. I rewound it. It was amazing. There's a couple of points in this film that I rewound because some of it is really funny. Um, but they take her. They uh, they get Carrie. They take yeah, her leave, back. Yeah, leave Dan for dead. Yeah. Um, Carrie's screaming, oh my God, you've killed him. You've killed him. What am I going to do now? I'm alone in this world. So she's convinced Dan's dead. Yeah. In the very next scene, Dan wakes up and he's absolutely fine. Not a scratch on him. Not a scratch on him. Because he was shot. He was shot. Or his dive was out of the way of the gunshot and he missed him. I don't know. And he hit his head? I don't know. I don't know. But he was was shot. He dived. He was unconscious. He wakes up. He's fine. Uh, But there's a little dude. A little thief. Trying to rob him. Yeah. A little little hobbity dude. Yeah. Uh, This is Malachi. Yeah. Um, And he basically, Dan wakes up, attacks this guy. Um, but he gets some information out of him. He's like, he finds out who Cleal is. He finds out where he is. And Malachi wants to help him out. Yeah, Malachi, Malachi says, well, uh, if he, if your friend's been captured, she's probably been taken to Cleal's fortress in the yeah. Dark Mountains. Yes. Um, so Dan says, look, come with me, help me out. If you do, you can have this gold watch. Yeah. It's futuristic Malachi's device. all over this. Malachi's up for trinkets. He loves a trinket. It reminded me... He, have you ever played Golden Axe, the game? Yeah, years ago. Do you remember the little creatures that used to come while you were asleep in the yes. night and steal all your stuff? Yeah. You reminded me of one of them. Yeah. This film's got a very Golden Axe vibe to it now, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, I guess, it, yeah. I can. You can see... That, that sort of vibe. Yeah, yeah. that. Um, we cut to Cleo's camp. Cleo's Cleo's a weird word to say. Yeah, I don't like it. I didn't like writing it. I didn't like saying it. No, it's a strange I didn't word. like it when it was said in the movie either. Cleo, K-L-E-E-L. Um, we go back to the camp. Carrie's there. She's tied up with the other prisoners. And this dude goes to rape her? Yeah, like his... 
one Cleo's of Cleo's right hand man. Yeah, I think it was called Vosh or Vosh. Yeah, he take he takes her off deeper into the woods, and he's he's gonna yeah he's gonna gonna rape her. Yeah, uh, but she she dick kicks him. She dick kicks him, and then the giant dude comes and saves her again. Yeah, uh, but then Creel Creel comes around the corner. Cleo. Cleo comes around the corner. It's hard to say with a cold. Yeah, it really is. Shoots the caveman. Yep. Chases uh, him off. And it runs off. And, and Cleo says, I own you. Yeah. Stop, mine. stop trying to rape. The, he also tells the man off for yeah. trying to be a raper. She's my woman. Yeah, this is my woman. Stop trying to rape my woman. Uh, cut back to Dan and Malachi. They're now riding together on one horse. Um, yeah, Malachi says, oh, Cleo has got a sorcerer working for him. Yeah, he said, Malachi says to him, you shouldn't really be taking on Cleo at the moment. He's never been as powerful because he's got a sorcerer friend. Yeah. And he's teaching him shit. That's yeah. why he's got these exploding gun things that he's got. Um, So Malachi takes them to this, I guess it's like a trading outpost. They want another horse. They want another horse because they don't want to be sharing the same horse. Yeah, to Fair. make this long journey to, to yeah. Cleo's fortress. So it's like it's kind of like a bar come trading post. Yeah. There's loads of horses there. Um, and basically Malachi trades Dan's tools because he's still wearing his tool belt. Yep. He's a handyman for a horse. And the guy needs Dan's tools because he's, he's got a toothache. Yeah. So he needs his pliers to get his tooth out, yeah, which please. he does, which is quite grim. But then while this is all kicking off and he's getting this trades going on, Dan looks around and notices the green man's there. Yeah, he's he's getting drunk at a table. Yeah. He's being forced by the, the other uh, ne'er-do-wells to drink. Yeah. Because basically he knows... This guy is supposed to be like the knower of everything. He's yeah, like, he knows how to survive in the world. Yeah, he's, he knows he's got very things. important information yeah. for surviving in this universe. He's almost like a bit of a fairy type yeah. character. He's He's like the spirit of the forest, I guess. And all these tra- other traders are like, well, if we get him drunk, we can get him to tell us our secrets yeah. and uh, his secrets and all this sort of stuff. Uh, but he, they get him to drink so much, he just passes out. Yeah, basically. So Dan, what Dan decides is, well, I could probably get further with the green man than I can with Malachi. Yeah, so I'm going to take him with me. Yeah, and fuck you off. Yeah. Which he starts a fight which with starts all a the fight. other people in this bar. And the, the first of this movie's great fight scenes kicks off. Oh, also, just before we get into that, I want to point out that in this encampment is a vulture. Yes, that can talk. That acts like a parrot. Yes. Because <laughs> it repeats words and clucks yeah. and... It's basically a parrot, yeah. but it's actually a vulture. It's a parrot soundtrack, but it's a vulture. Yeah. I I, I, mean, <sighs> I liked it. It was a bit fantasy. Yeah, I kind of, and I kind of, well, it's a lost dimension. Why can't a vulture be a parrot? Exactly. Yeah. But this go. man's green. We're not questioning that. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fight scene's great. The, all the fight scenes are great. Oh, they're, they're so just, bad. Yeah, they're terrible. The sound isn't matched up. No. It's like... The sound effects are comedy again. Dan's punches are like <laughs> a sledgehammer. Yeah. How many people does Dan kill in this movie, by the way? Hundreds. Literal hundreds. The body count is like... Oh, he's up there with Rambo. Yeah, I think you're probably right. He's he kills people with people, one punch. Punching people. They've all got like med- they've got massive swords, spears. There's all sorts of medieval weaponry there as well. Can we talk about him using a candle on someone here? Yes, let's talk about that. He, he picks up a candle, smashes it on this guy's head, but the sound is like he's thunked him with a crowbar. <laughs> yeah. And and he, he looks at the candle and it's like it's you see the wick through it. It's just made of wax. Just a normal the, candle. It's 
Oh, it's brilliant. It's, it's terrible. It's brilliant. <laughs> the fight scenes are great. Um, basically, they win this fight. They are, everybody's knocked out. They're not all dead because they do get up and go after it. Yeah. Um, but so he he leaves Malachi, but he takes the green man. Yes. Who's still unconscious. Yeah. He's still passed out. So he drapes him over the horse and rides off, leaving Malachi there. And Malachi winds the traders up. He says that guy's got a, this this futuristic device. Yeah. Um, I think is really valuable. We should go after him. So they do. Um, they all go after him, including Malachi. Um, and then we go back to Cleo. Uh, we meet him again. He arrives back at his fortress now yeah. with his slaves and with Carrie and his prisoners. Carrie um, apparently is very valuable because she has... Blonde hair. Yes. Hair which, the colour of the golden sun. Yeah, which none of Cleo's other women seem to have. Cleo has a head slave. Sure. He calls her a half-breed slave. <laughs> she is called... I don't know what she's half-breed of, but she's a half-breed slave. And this is Shireen. Yes. Um, he's she's like his favourite. It's almost like his wife, I guess. Sure. Um, but carries his new favourite, so she gets jealous of that. <laughs> he gives a traitor so the, the guy they didn't didn't kill hang earlier. earlier. He gives him the chance to fight him now. He gives him a load of spears. Yeah. And he says, "Come at me. I'll j- I'm just here. I'm just I'm not going to move. Yeah. If you want to kill me, you kill me." Um. And this man's got no energy because he's just walked all the way through sure. this jungle. And he throws a load of spears at him. Doesn't kill, doesn't even get close to killing Cleo. I think it was supposed to make Cleo look badass, but it's just shit. <laughs> Why don't I just get closer yeah. and attack him? Yeah, absolutely. Instead of just trying to trying yeet these spears yeah, at him. Trying to javelin some spears. Half a mile away. Yeah. Stupid. Cleo gets fed up of this and eventually gets her gun out and shoots him in the throat. He says, "My law is uh, my law is hard, but just." Yes, he says that a lot in this five minutes. Cleo has actual guns. Yeah, and this is what's making him like musket. Yeah, this is what's making him in charge because yeah. nobody in this world has ever seen this sort of motorized invention before. Because yeah. the Green Man's got a gun, but that's more like a blowtorch type. Yeah, thing. it is. Yeah, it has like an exploding berry in it that yeah. fires the gun out. Uh, but so this is why Cleo's managed to get in charge because he's got this gun. Um, <laughs> Shireen says to Cleo at this point that Carrie has a look of evil in her eye yeah no good will come of being no with good, her yeah. I think she says yeah um, Malachi meanwhile he sneaks up on Dan and the green man yeah they knock Dan out yeah basically he gets knocked out from behind and then in the next scene the three of them are all tied up yeah so Malachi's been captured as well captured. basically these guys Turned in as who well. Dan was beating up a minute ago has managed to capture them um, and they've so, they've been sold yes, to a tribe basically um, they're all tied up in this cage and they've basically been challenged to a contest yeah. uh, by this tribe and this enormous great big man comes out dude, with an dude, even dude, bigger painted sword painted gold yeah he's basically a gold giant great big giant gold man I actually looked him up to see if he was because I thought the guy that big in the 80s got to be a wrestler yeah. but he wasn't he didn't he had never done anything before. Obviously. He's the guardian of the rock because this this tribe <laughs> worships this really hot rock, fire rock. Yeah, um, and they say for this contest, if you if you beat the guardian, we yeah. will set you free. Yes. So Dan gets volunteered this task. Yes, because he's done. The fire he does fire a punch like a sledgehammer. To be fair, he we've does. Seen we've that seen it already. This guy has also got an enormous sword that's bigger than Dan. Yeah, I'll just put there's a huge gold boy. <laughs> <laughs> big gold boy <laughs> um, but Dan can't budge him he's, his punches are not mainly his punches are not registering because he's not connecting by about 10 feet <laughs> with any of them um, but yeah his, his, his punches are not registering at all 
Um, so how do you beat a big man? Step on his toes. Step on his toes. So he does. He steps on his toes, kicks him in the butt, and he... Pushes him into the fire rock. Pushes him into the fire rock and he explodes. Basically. That was the guy, yeah. There's, there was there's, no... There was no fight. Yeah. The guy never even threw a punch or yeah. swung his big sword. He literally hit this fire rock and instantly exploded. Um, Cleo, meanwhile, has gone to see his sorcerer. Twist. Twist. It's Dr. I didn't see it coming. Did you not? No. You moron. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a drink then. You can't call me a moron. <laughs> well, he'd only been meant to be fair. He'd only been mentioned once before. It's like, Cleo's got a yeah, sorcerer. Yeah, which was literally like, ah, Cleo's got a sorcerer. Okay, fair enough, mate. I'm tired. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, the sorcerer's Dr. Hartman, obviously. Um, Cleo leaves, Dr. Hartman walks out, sees Carrie, is not surprised to see her in the slightest, um, and says, look, keep your mouth shut, I'm on it. He's like, it's not too bad here. Yeah. Yeah, I may have sided with a megalomaniac villain, but... (laughs) It's fine. As long as I... I may have invented guns, guns, but it's fine. My life here has been all right. Yeah. Because he's obviously been there, yeah, a lot longer, because there was time pass between when he went through and when Carrie went through. Um, basically Khalil and Car- Carrie at this point have a big row he says I've never said this to a woman before because women are all stupid yeah but how about you actually reign alongside me gives her the whole Darth Vader speech yeah so as my equal as my queen uh, she's not going for that she's not having it they have a bit of a row and he says fine then I will keep you in a cage until you beg me yes <laughs> that's fair enough um Dan and the Green Man and Malachi are back in a cage again. Yeah, the tribe has uh, gone back, back on, on the, their word. The, the deal. Yeah, they don't have anybody to guard their rock anymore. Um, so basically, we're just going to set you on fire. And we've got this really yeah. intricate way of setting you on fire, but we're going to set you on fire. So they put them in a cage, they dig a trench, yeah. fill the trench with oil, yeah. and when the oil touches the fire rock, that will go on fire. The, the, the cage will explode. Them. Yes. Yeah. Gives um, them ample time to come up with an escape plan. That's all I'm saying. Which they do quite quickly because the green man is there. The green man knows everything. He's the all-seeing eye also, pretty much. They bust out the cage, don't they? Yeah, he's got some explosives, so he busts out the cage. And they start fighting. They basically fight this tribe. The giant guy turns up again. He seems to be able to teleport around the world. He does, yeah. Um, and they take and everyone down. They basically... My word, everyone. the body count here. Yeah, loads. Hundreds? Is it, yeah, he's asked, Dan is just slicing through dudes. Yeah. Because he's using that massive sword yeah. that that Guardian guy had. Uh, but they do. They take everyone down. It's another great fight scene. Um, if you like stupid shit fight scenes. Um, and then the green man sits along sits <laughs> sits along the floor. Sits on the floor. And he starts playing some beautiful music. And Malachi's like, that's the song of the horses. He's calling the horses. <laughs> and he does. This beautiful music is how the green man communicates with horses yeah and they all come to uh, he also them. talks to the caveman who we learn is called Kahar. the green man can talk to anything and anybody yeah and he says he will accompany us to find your friend because he's met her yes and he liked her and he's she saved him yeah um, so they've got some muscle with them yeah now. so they've basically got a bit we've got a bit of a rescue party going on i guess now um hartman goes to see carrie in her cage she still thinks dan is dead yeah uh, but and this is where he admits that he's he made the guns that Khalil uses. He's basically invented guns. Yeah. And gunpowder. 
to convince Khalil that he was a sorcerer and therefore useful in this world. Exactly. Um, and he says, I can offer him other powers too. And he that's says, how I'm going to um, keep yeah, myself I'm working relevant. on something else yeah. even more powerful. Tarek Curry says, go to hell. Yeah, that's kind of a catchphrase, isn't it? Yeah, it's really, she says it a lot. Um, and then the green man manages to get some water out of the ground. One of my favourite scenes of all time, I believe. Um, he basically sticks a straw in the ground and water starts to keep coming out of it. Yeah, because really the horse has told him he's thirsty. Yeah, the horse has said, he's, I'm not going anymore, I'm thirsty. So he's got this like, it's like a blowtorch. Blowtorch. Blow dart. It's a yeah. hollow dart. Yeah. And he sticks it in the ground and water comes out. It's really funny. Um, and then they find a woman tied up in the forest. Yeah, so this is, was it Shireen? So it was Shireen. Her punishment is, yeah, she's been tied up. Yeah, she's being punished to be, for to be, something. I think it's burnt by day in the sun yeah. and then devoured by night by something. Ugh. Horrible way to go. Um, At, oh, it's dusk. So night is just falling, by the way. <laughs> yes. And as night falls, I've written, some zombie monks rise up from the ground. Yeah, it's, it's a zombie army. Yeah. So all these zombie monks start rising up from the ground and start chasing them. So they all run off, including Shireen, yeah. together. Um, and they escape and they get into some caves. They do. Uh, where they're still being chased, but they've managed to lose them for now. It's kind of like a walking chase scene. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Through these caves. But they're zombies, aren't they? Yeah. Um, and they get attacked again, and then there's a massive fight in this cave scene. Sure. Yeah, I mean, the dead people are killed even deader. <laughs> yeah, they are. They win this fight again. Um, Dan does not lose a fight. He's up, he's up for all these fights, and he doesn't lose any of them. Um, Hartman then shows Khalil what he's created. Yeah. Which is basically fireballs. Sure. So I can explode it. Yeah. Throw something on the floor. A bit like what Walter White uses in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Throws it on the floor and it explodes. Um, the, guys, the guys in the cave escaped from the cave just in time because the zombie monks were back. They managed to use a... They managed to use the giant dude to push a big boulder they out do. of the way. It's like a door and they get out. Um, and then, handily, the other side of these caves is Khalil's fortress. Yeah, right outside They're the door. Literally right outside the door. And then... This movie, by this point, has just given up all pretense of any sort of making sense of story. Oh yeah, because uh, it ever the, was even trying. Yeah, but it just yeah, but it totally gives up here because it just needs stuff to happen conveniently. So yeah. the green man goes. One of them goes. Oh, where's Kahargon, the caveman? Yeah. Uh, and then he's suddenly inside the fortress. Yeah. On the top of the gate, trying to yeah. open the gate. So he has teleported, pretty much. Yeah, he can teleport. <laughs> Why couldn't he teleport out of the quicksand? Well, exactly. Um, so he manages to open this really heavy door on his own. Let's them in. Let's them in. Uh, unfortunately, Malachi gets trapped underneath when he lets it go. Yes, and he lets it go because you get uh, the caveman Kahar takes a crossbow bolt. Yes, to the chest, to the chest and, and tumbles over the. Somebody tackles ramparts. him over the edge, don't yeah. they? They go down together. So Malachi gets trapped under the gate, but they they just help him out. It's fine. Um, the raper man from earlier. Oh yeah, the rapey perv. He go, he goes back for some more of uh, more of Carrie. Yeah, he's like now you're in a. Sell. No one's going to stop me. Nobody's going to stop me. Somebody stops him. It's Dan. It's Dan. Dan and Carrie have this reunion. He basically tackles this dude off her. Yeah, another one for the kill list for Dan. Kills him with his own knife. Kills this dude with his own knife. Um, Carrie and Dan have a big hug. She's like, oh, I can't believe you were alive. I thought you were dead. He's like, no, I wasn't dead. I didn't even get shot. It's all good. Um, And then Carrie says to Dan, Hartman's here and he's making nitro. (laughs) (laughs) And Dan's like, what the fuck's Nitro? He's not. He, he literally just accepts that as absolutely fine. Um, so they go, they go to Hartman's lab, and he's there with a couple of females. Yeah. 
just in bed yeah. in his lab. And you're like, oh, this is why you like this place because yeah. you would never get too hot as like that back <laughs> in the real world. Absolutely not. Uh, so they go to the lab and they actually tie him up. Um, they get, <laughs> Dan's like, right, you two girls need to get out of here because it's all about to kick off. Um, the raper is not quite dead. He's still a little bit alive. Um, <laughs> Crawls back up to Khalil's room. Bedroom. Yeah. And uh, dies on Khalil's bedroom floor just as he says the words, the woman. <laughs> and then because he's been tipped off, Khalil's now outside waiting for them all yeah. to get outside yeah. to escape. And he cold-bloodedly murders Shireen. Yeah. <laughs> he literally just like... It's like, you lot aren't going anywhere. And you... you Boom. Yeah. Just blows her head off. Literally, this guy's cold. Malachi tries to barter for like safe passage. Yeah, he tries to make a deal. Cleo's not having any of it. Yeah. Well, he said, I've got this explosive bottle and I'll blow this whole place to shit if you don't let me go. Yeah. And it turns out he's just got a bottle of wine. No, because then he throws it and it explodes. Yeah, the but he, they think he's just got this yeah. bottle of wine and then he throws it and it isn't wine because yeah. it blows up. But it doesn't um, really do any damage. Doesn't do any damage, just blows up a rock. So they're then, all just put back put in back jail. in the cell. Him, Dan, and the Green Man are now back in the cell again. Carrie then threatens Hartman with exposure. She's, I'm going to expose you for who you really are. And he's like, right, what I'll do, I'll let all the boys out, but they have to promise to go. He makes them promise to leave immediately. He's at the cell with the boys. Yeah. And he's like, I will let you out, but you have to leave immediately. Never no, come back. Never come back. Uh, Carrie's going to stay here. She's decided to stay here with Khalil. Which she she kind of has, but obviously yeah. she's lying. Yeah. So. And Dan agrees. Dan's like, fine. That is no problem at all. Let me out and we'll get out of here. Dan's a clever dude because Hartman lets him out and Dan instantly double crosses him. Yeah. Um, Khalil and Carrie are now getting comfy in the bedroom. Um, he's got some gifts for her. Yeah, like some jewellery. Yeah. Like a little He's idol proper besotted with this girl. Yeah. Um. So Hartman's like, right, well, if I can't beat him, I'm going to have to join him. So he helps Dan build some bombs, basically, basically yeah. is what they are, to help blow the place sky high. And they start laying traps. Is there like a trap laying montage? This goes on for ages. Fucking ages. So it's like Green Man and Malachi, Malachi are setting all these little bombs over doorways and stuff. And meanwhile, Dan's like, I'm going to lay a fuse to this. Yeah. They basically loaded the lab full of all the explosives. It's like cartoon fuse. It's like a trickle of gunpowder. He's got one little pouch. Yeah. And it's for five minutes, he's <laughs> he's laying this through the building. It's yeah. really funny. Because remember, Hartman invented gunpowder. Um, so they're laying this, there's one point where the green man drops a trap. Yeah, so they're, they're setting all this ambush yeah. up. There's a point where the green man drops one of the bombs and he catches it. Yeah. And his face with Malachi. It's just really funny. Um so yeah, the whole place is now booby trapped. Um, Dan then tricks Khalil. He basically dresses up as his like servant lady who feeds him his drinks. Yeah, and he goes to grab Khalil's gun from underneath him, but he misses. Yes, uh, but as Khalil's in the confusion, Carrie grabs it instead and pulls it on him, holds it on Khalil. But she's a lady in the eighties. She's not strong enough to pull the trigger. She's not allowed to pull the trigger. She punches him instead. Yep, so she punches him and knocks him clean out. Yeah, because she's got a loaded fist. Oh, she's she got, got that jewellery that he gave her, that okay, little idol fine. thing. I is in, think in her fist. She's just knocked out this warlord with no, one so punch. She's, she's okay, basically got fair. brass knucks. Um, Dan lights a fuse. Yep. So they run as things start slowly so then, blowing up. But then Dan goes, they get around the corner. He's like, stop. I've got to take this off. Because he's still wearing the monk's thing. Yeah. He just stopped to change for no Stop reason. Stopped to get changed whilst the place yeah. is about to blow up. 
As they kill everyone on the way out. Yeah, they kill Anyone all who's the guys. in front of him, just, he kills them all. Kills them all. Um, everything starts to explode. Everything starts to explode. Um, Khalil like, tells them to stop, and he gets taken out by the giant dude. Yeah, the caveman's back. He just blows him up. Um, and then the whole place just explodes. Yes. Literally, there's your budget. The, the whole plate, the whole budget is blown on this yeah. one shot. Cuts to them going back through the forest. It's all done. We're all happy. The only problem is... How the hell are we getting home? We're all stuck in this other dimension. Hartman says, it's a 10 million to one chance that we find the door to get us home. Yeah. I, I don't know. Where door, he's got those odds from. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Immediately after that, something happens. Literally, as soon as that sentence is out of Hartman's mouth, Malachi's like, oh, what's that shiny thing on yeah. the floor? And it's Carrie's compact mirror that we met earlier. Which I didn't realise was back in this dimension because it had come back to the lab. I think it went back through when Hartman went okay. through because it was still right. on the table. Um, somehow, in the rules of this film, that beams them back home. Well, beams Dan and Carrie back, back home. Yeah, they leave Hartman. They're like, fuck you. They sorcerer. beam home and then that's it. The movie just ends. Yeah, it does. They leave Hartman there. Uh, Malachi says, what about the watch after they've gone? And that's the end of the movie. Yeah. So how that compact mirror... Did, I guess because they were in exactly the same place as where the machine is. And where they... But nobody pressed the buttons on the Amstrad. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, they leave Hartman there. He's like, fuck you, Hartman. Shouldn't have been a dick. And the movie ends. I don't know if he deserved that because he's just going to rule... The, he's going to be the new Cleo. Of course he is. Well, he didn't hate it there either, did he, to be fair? No. What do you think? This movie is fucking shit. It's <laughs> so bad. <laughs> So much to hate about it. Things I was supposed to hate about it, I liked. It's entertaining as fuck. <laughs> it's such a throwback. I laughed so much. Yeah. I Multiple feel like times even in, in movie, the 80s, this would have been funny. I feel like this is intentionally bad. Yeah. Even then. And time has not been kind to it, but also softened it a bit, I think, yeah, I think at so. the same time. Yeah, I think you're right. It has a very early 80s fantasy movie vibe to it. Yeah. They're all the same. There's loads of them. It's got to know it's shit for the sound, just from the, <laughs> the way it deals with the yeah. action sequences. They, their the filmmakers sound. know exactly what they've made here. Yeah. I, I was thoroughly entertained from I had a good time. I had so much fun I had a good it. time. It's, I can separate the fact that I had a good time, but I know this is a terrible movie. This is a terrible movie. Yeah. But this is also a really fun time. I, I had a lot of fun with it. I, you, just, you just can't predict... From one minute to the next, what's going to happen it's, in this? It's ludicrous. Yeah. There are giants. There are men with flashy red eyes. There are swamp monsters. Yeah. There is a man who's got a green head who can do anything. Literally anything. There's yeah. A, any a any plot, hole, a plot hole corner you've written yourself into, this guy can get you out of it. Absolutely. Uh, he's, the, he's the king of all movies. Every movie needs one. It's exactly what I expected a movie. When I saw like John Saxon was in it, yeah. I was like, I think I know what this is going to be. And yeah. it is. I, I didn't expect the sort of stupid, like I say, comedy element to it. But I, I had fun. Yeah. It's terrible. but It I has those fun. cheap, low-budget 80s movies vibe. A bit like Power Rangers and things like that, isn't it? It's like all those low-budget monsters and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just it's, silly. Yeah. It's, 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 it's really cool. silly. But it's, it's a heck of a fun time. I defy anybody to not be entertained by it. <laughs> I really do. I, yeah. I think if you're in the right mood and you're like, okay. You can, yeah. I feel like you can laugh with it and you can laugh at it. And for that reason, it's funny on two levels. 
it's, it's, it's of its time and it's it's just like opening a this, this sort time of... warp in itself now to go and watch this. Yeah, this movie doesn't get made these days. No, no, the it's attitude to women is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, Dan, <laughs> fuck me, that guy's getting cancelled. <laughs> yeah, if Dan absolutely. was a real person. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's uh, he's not. I actually, think Richard Hatch is quite a good leading man in this. Yeah, agreed. Like, you know, yeah, for what he was, just yeah. an everyman. Fists like cannonballs. Yeah, absolutely. Fun times though. Fun times had by all. I think. What's the best thing about it? I think if you just. I think it's the eighties now. Yeah, it's just the madness of it. If you if you could tune into what this is quite early on. Yeah. And don't have high expectations. Leave your brain at the door. Look, it's 100%. just. Just go with it. Yeah, just enjoy it. Uh, it's the flashy-eyed little bitches. They were my favourite <laughs> thing. I really like the Green Man. I thought that character was really intriguing. Sure. I, I thought that was good. What would you change about it? I don't, I don't think you can even answer that. Everything. How am I going to make this more crazy? Every You can't make it more crazy. Yeah. Everything and nothing should be changed about this film. <laughs> it shouldn't exist, but I'm glad it does. Great. That's a great way of describing <laughs> it. That's perfect. We'll leave it at that. Do you want to talk stream table? Sure. Fuck me. I've got no idea. Do you want to do what we did last week? I'll read up and you say stop. Okay, do it. I'll start from the bottom. <laughs> no, start from the top. <laughs> joking. I'll start from the bottom. Okay. Uh, 20th is Apocalypse, Please. 19th yeah. is The CEO. 18th is Setup. 17th is Eight Remains. 16th is Target. Hard Times is at 15. Stop. <laughs> I think. Okay. Thoughts? Uh, I, I, I've got no idea. You've, you've stopped earlier than I thought you would. Okay, but I'm not. Where would you? I, have stopped? I don't think you're necessarily incorrect. Um, I feel like I've stopped at the gap between shit films and not so shit films. <laughs> That's where I was trying to stop. Yeah, it doesn't belong with the 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 batch of sort of meth films that comes next. No. And then you've got to make a call. Well. Do you, do you, you could do you really you skip pitch, that? Section? Do you pitch it and go? Well, actually, I had a really fun time here. So does it sneak into the top ten? But I don't know if we can do that with this movie. Um, I had a really fun time. Yeah, I probably had more fun with it than where I've started. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know. I think for a movie that's four years old and has a lot of problems, uh, <laughs> has not aged well. Uh, but you can still have a fun time watching it. I think I think you've stopped it in a very reasonable position. We were getting close to Intrusion, which was last week's film. Yeah. And I feel like that was much better than this. Yes. The Land of Steady Habits and Comes a Bright Day, which are the next two, yeah. are also better than this. But I don't think Hard Times is. I feel like I've stopped it in the right place. Yeah, I... I but if we're talking fun... I'd be a lot higher up. I don't more think fun this. Can, I don't think films. this. This you, can honestly go much higher. No, I don't. I think you're right. I, it's more fun than any of those films, but yeah. it's not as good a film as <laughs> any of those films. So hard times. Remind people what hard times was. Hard times was the Irish comedy about the group of uh, middle-aged men in the little Irish village who poisoned the well with, with Viagra. Viagra. It's better than that. It is better than that. <laughs> Comes a Bright Day was the heist movie with Timothy Spall. Yeah. I, I think, let's put it there. Between those two? Yeah. I feel like, it, yeah, I feel like that's the right place. 
So 15th? Yeah. Okay. I can deal with that. 21st film with a stream table. Like. Four movies left. Four movies left. We get so close to the end of season yeah. seven. Still time for a new winner this season. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think lockout's sealed in at all. I'm hoping Apocalypse Please is sealed at the bottom. <laughs> I don't want to say anything worse than that, but I feel like lockout's beatable. Should we see if we can get something to beat it? Let's randomly select next week's movie. Let's call on Robin. What do you want to watch, Nick? Uh, I would... Uh, it's like a good drama that really invests me. Oh, okay. Wow. I don't know if such a thing exists on I don't on think there's list. any of them on the, on the long list. You ready? I am. Robin. It has picked a film called Last Man Down. Okay. Any ideas? No, no whatsoever. Okay, do you want a synopsis? Yes, please. Uh, Last Man Down was released in 2021. It's an action sci-fi movie. Sci-fi two weeks in a row. <laughs> Is last week's a sci-fi? This week's a sci-fi? I, I think it's got to be, yeah. Uh, the synopsis says, after civilization succumbs to a deadly pandemic... Oh, wow, topical. <laughs> and his wife is murdered. John Wood, a special forces soldier, abandons his duty and becomes a hermit, hermit in the Nordic wilderness. Years later, a wounded woman appears on his doorstep. Maria Johnson is an escaped lab rat and her pursuers believe her blood is the key to a worldwide cure. Though John is hesitant to get involved, all doubts are cast aside when he discovers Maria's pursuer is none other than Commander Stone, the man that murdered his wife some years oh, ago. Oh my God. Wow, I feel like we've just learned a lot about this movie from that. <laughs> Uh, the, this movie is, according to IMDb, Swedish. However, it does say language spoken English. Okay, so cool. I don't know why you'd make a Swedish movie but speak English, but they seems to have done that. Stars a guy called Daniel Steisen, who is fucking massive. We're looking <laughs> at this picture of him. I don't know who he is, but he's a big old dude. He's a Norwegian guy. Okay, I'm excited. I feel like this could be a high action quotient for this movie. According to my IMDb, he's been in two films I've seen before. So well, there you go. We'll learn more about we'll that. Learn more time. about him next time. So yeah, go out and watch Last Man Down. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. But my voice is going. We've, we've been talking now for three hours. <laughs> but, uh, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd at BOTS underscore podcast. If you want to drop us an email, our email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com and our website is bottom of the stream.com. On the website, you will find every episode we've ever recorded, all the stream tables, all loads of other cool stuff, and you can even buy some merch if you want to buy a bottom of the stream. Treadmill. You're looking at my treadmill? Yeah. I haven't used my treadmill since March. Okay. There's a, there's a uh, motivation for me to use it. Um, after you've done all of that, head over to Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. On there for a couple of quid every month, you will get early access to episodes. You'll get bonus episodes. Nick writes a newsletter every week. <laughs> Nick doesn't write a newsletter every week <laughs> no. apologies Nick writes a newsletter every month and if you come in at the top level you will get a wild card which means you can pick the movie we watch and we'll see if you can win the prize after you've done all of that head over to Discord on Discord we have loads of fun we group chat we play games we do movie watch alongs there's always somebody to talk to we've made some proper good friends in there and we want you to be one of those proper good friends. You will make friends if you will join. It's a genuinely lovely little community. You really do. The Discord, Discord link will be in the bottom of the show notes. If you can spare a few minutes, please consider leaving us a review or a rating anywhere you can review or rate podcasts. That could be at a place like Podbean, Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, all the others. We're on them all. <laughs> we are, indeed. Just come and find us. Uh, it really helps us out. Full disclosure, that we've just done three episodes in a row. Nick is now almost lying down <laughs> as we're doing this. That was a stint. We've done well. But these new mic stands are, are really helping me do that. So. They are indeed. Thank you, Patreons. <laughs>
<laughs> that was a stint. We've done it. We've mission accomplished. I had a great time. I have as well. I love it. I love doing this show. So yeah, go out and um, watch out whatever that film was called. Last Man Down. <laughs> and we'll, we will be back on Monday with The Wave. And we'll be back next Thursday for the movie show. Cheers. Bye.